This is the EPLOG audio experience. They say a film is made once again on the edit table. Now, how much creativity is that and how much skill? What role do mentors, internships or assisting experiences in that language play in shaping creative profession? How have filmmaking and storytelling evolved? And what's the role of women in cinema? Welcome to Voice of Achievers with me, Yashika, as we sit down with a crazily creative and passionate individual sharing her intrinsic motivations of picking creative professions and treading the road less travelled to help you navigate your career path. We are speaking today with Antra Lahiri, born in the city of Joy, Kolkata and nurtured in the city of Dreams, Mumbai. Antra is a freelance film editor with over 13 years of experience along with being Film and Television Institute of India, Pune alumna. She's worked on some really cool projects including Netflix's Bard of Blood and Ye Ballet, the recent feature film Shakuntla Devi, which released on Amazon Prime amidst the pandemic, along with films and series like the popular Four More Shots Please and the feature film Simran, among others. Her diploma film, Narmeen, won the HBO Short Film Competition Grand Jury Award at the South Asian Film Festival in New York and the Indian Film Festival at LA. Her documentary project, A Call Too Far, won the Silver Award at the 2007 IDPA Awards. She's assisted various senior editors for films like Gajani, Road and Juta Hi Sahi before taking up the children's film Gattu independently. A true Calcutan at heart, she's extremely fond of food and books and passionate about animal welfare. Well, we got her today to share her experiences as a creator, a storyteller, talk about women in cinema and talk about being crazily creative. Welcome to the show, Andhra. Thank you so much, Yashika. Pleasure being here. So, how does one's childhood shape their experiences as a creative, in a creative profession? And I ask this typically because you were born in uh, Kolkata, again, a crazily creative city and nurtured, of course, in FTI, Pune and uh, in Bombay. How do these experiences in terms of the geography or city help your profession? Right. So as you said, and very rightly pointed out that Kolkata, being born in Kolkata in itself is such an asset because you're instantly surrounded by every sort of creative endeavor that you can think of. So luckily, my mother is an artist. So there was very early exposure to uh, art and paintings and there was a lot of, we very frequently went to uh, the Academy of Fine Arts in Calcutta. And my grandmother was, uh, she uh, was an NSD graduate, which is a National School of Drama in uh, Delhi. So she was quite an inspiration for all of us because she attended NSD after having four children. Wow. So, yeah, so she was there and then once she came back to Calcutta, then she was working extensively in theatre. So there was also a certain sort of understanding of, you know, things which are outside of your regular realm of, you know, everyday life, so to speak. So it was a very different sort of a childhood. We spent a lot of time with my uh, maternal parents who were Hindi speaking. Uh, My father's side is Bengali. 
the way I grew up was uh, being very acquainted with the North Indian way of life. There was a lot of my uh, grandparents would uh, narrate a lot of Munshi Premchand's stories to us. So that was the kind of uh, input that one had as a child. Also, interestingly, and you know, I was just thinking about this the other day. Uh, in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, there was a very strong presence of uh, Russian books and Russian authors in Calcutta, which I think post that it really stopped. Uh, there used to be a Russian bookstore called Vostok on uh, Kamak Street. Uh, and there used to be a book fairs where you could get a lot of these Russian uh, books, which had folk tales, fairy and folk tales from Russia. Okay. So again, at a very nascent stage, one was really exposed to uh, images which are not culturally something that you identify with, but absolutely beautiful stories, which were, and the fairy folk tales are the first, I think, uh, sort of stories that I have read. So I think that uh, that kind of imagery is something that has really stayed with me. Very rich detailing, uh, very rich visuals, uh, very detailed uh, storytelling. Those are the things that uh, I've really carried through and I've realized this much later uh, in life that there were a lot of my, I think, early impressions of storytelling stem from these Russian stories. So that was the thing. And we were always encouraged to participate in dance and, um, uh, you know, music and singing. Like I think most people, most children in Calcutta are very exposed to things. So then I did almost, I think, six or seven years of Bharatnatyam and uh, another uh, seven, eight years of uh, Indian classical music. So you had these little the references, you know, all along. Truly, and uh, when you say something as, uh, you know, as multicultural as having a Russian experience, a blend of North India, a blend of East India, there's Bengali, there's uh, all of that. How does that help in honing your creativity? What have your experiences of creativity been in your early childhood days or early years, maybe? Right. So, you know, the thing is, and if, I don't know how uh, relevant it is now, but I do feel like uh, in my early childhood, I personally felt there was a very strong conflict between uh, the kind of uh, input I would have at home and the influences I would see at home and the kind of input I would get in a school. Uh, because in retrospect, I do feel like I wasn't given... Uh, enough avenues in school to explore a more creative outlet and I think that is fundamentally a problem with our traditional education system where right where everything is about learning by rote there's not a lot of space for uh, someone who would not want to fall in line so to speak yeah again it's one of those things that you realize much later that why was there such a strong conflict from the very beginning because uh, my sister was very academically inclined, so she was a class stopper and stuff. Um, I was not, I was not lagging behind, but I was kind of in the first 10 maybe. Uh, so there was always like from teachers, you know, there'll be this pressure that, but your sister is doing so well, she's stopping the class, why aren't you? So um, that sort of thing, I think really weighs heavy on a child. Um, I don't think I was very easily affected by things. 
which remains the case even today thankfully but it is something that it kind of it's there at the back of your head my mother fortunately was very um, she's been very supportive of me at all times and she knew that i always had i was more creatively inclined so she never pressurized me uh my father was more particular about the academic side of things so it was never she kind of understood that there is a need within me to not do exactly what is expected of me follow the norm to follow the norm so i think that was helpful you know because if i had not got even that kind of support i probably would have just ended up following the norm totally एंड स्पेशली जब हम क्रिएटिव प्रोफेशंस में एंटर करने की बात करते हैं एट एन अर्ली स्टेज हाउ डज वन रियलाइज कि ऑफकोर्स आप जानते हो कि मैं क्रिएटिवली इंक्लाइंड हूँ हाउ डू आई और हाउ डज वन नेविगेट देयर करियर पाथ अकॉर्डिंगली बिकॉज लाइक यू सेड वी हैव सच अ ट्रेडिशनल वेरी स्पेसिफिक सिस्टम दैट दी इंडियन एजुकेशन सिस्टम फॉलोज होपफुली दैट शुड चेंज बट how how did you figure that out and how did you say that uh, you know maybe mai uh, you know i want to dwell in cinema maybe film making so um yeah actually kafi incidental discovery thi i wouldn't say i gave it a lot of thought to be honest i would see everyone all the girls around me very focused on what they're going to do next and very focused on okay now i'm going to apply for this university and this course and i never understood how one can be so sure i had no plan i think i was possibly the only person jiska koi plan nahi tha um and it was quite worrying for my father honestly because as i said he was more um you know focused on the academic side of things uh, but maine bas aise hi main park street pe ghum rahi thi kyunki wahan kafi colleges you know lines hai kafi colleges hain तो मैं एक दो कॉलेजेस में गई मैंने कई एडमिशन एग्जाम्स भी दिए बट कुछ एक लगता है ना दैट नथिंग समथिंग डजेंट स्ट्राइक यू इमीडिएटली लाइक इट डजेंट स्ट्राइक अ कॉर्ड विद इन यू सो देन आई वेंट टू जेवियर्स आई हैड अपीयर्ड फॉर द इंग्लिश लिटरेचर एग्जाम देयर एंड व्हाइल आई वाज देन देन यू आर गोइंग थ्रू द नोटिस बोर्ड एंड स्टफ आई सो दे हैव अ मास कम्युनिकेशन एंड वीडियो प्रोडक्शन कोर्स या so that now the thing is this was so new na this is like what late 90s in calcutta it was very new i had never seen a course like this but usme mujhe laga acha communication hai video hai to kuch to acha hi hoga to ye do cheez mein ka chalo iske liye you know let me appear for this exam the uh, back back story to that also was ki uh, since my father was very strict he would not you know really let my sister and me watch a lot of television ha was very strict matlab literally hum log wo raat ko 8:30 baje office se aate the hum log 8:00 baje chitrahar dekhte the tv on karke and then one of us used to be uh, standing near the window to make sure he is not coming up the stairs and if he was we would instantly switch off the tv and you know open our books and sit down so <laughs> open our books sachmuch wo kahani thi acha wo ddlj wali mom bilkul so the thing is ki because of that we were not like watching and this he had a problem with hindi films in general and look at the irony now i'm working in with hindi films so much but <laughs> you know and i loved watching i still love watching tv or any kind of audiovisual content and my thing was if i'm studying it he can't say no don't watch it hmm 
एंट्रेंस एग्जाम ही इतना इंटरेस्टिंग लगा बिकॉज इट वॉज आई हैड अपियर फॉर सो मेनी एंट्रेंस एग्जाम एवरीथिंग वॉज दो मल्टीपल चॉइस क्वेश्चन एंड एसे टाइप क्वेश्चन एंड ऑल दिस वॉज द फर्स्ट एग्जाम वेर यू नो दे हैड थिंग्स लाइक दे गेव यू फोर फाइव शेप्स and they said make like another four five shape so you know these creative thinking uh, tests uh, where uh, they'll give you, yeah when they'll give you an image and they'll say write a paragraph about what is the story that this image tells you uh, and i think that even the entrance exam was so amazing for me so and thankfully i uh, got through so said i didn't have any plan or a grand vision that i was pursuing but uh, i think it was just like a building block is how i look at it i, I like the part where you mentioned ki the the fact ki an entrance exam gives you like a kick like it's almost like a switch button jahan aapko lagta hai ki ha maybe this is for me of course aap tab bhi nahi jante ki aakhir aage jaake aap kya karne wale ho and when you say there's no plan uh when there's no plan and when there wasn't for you आपने कैसे जाना कि दिस इज प्रॉब्ली द वे फॉरवर्ड फॉर मी डू यू ट्राई अ कपल ऑफ थिंग्स एंड फेल एट सम ऑफ देम और डू यू स्पीक टू मेंटर्स डू यू स्पीक टू गाइड्स हाउ डिड इट वर्क फॉर यू सो आई थिंक द लास्टिंग थीम ऑफ माई लाइफ इज दैट देर इज नो प्लान सो एंड आई लाइक दैट एंड आई क्रेव दैट फीलिंग ऑफ नॉट हैविंग अ प्लान बिकॉज आई फील दैट the whole idea and socially you know the construct is such that if you have a plan uh, i feel like you know it's easier to kind of pin you down and put you in a box versus if you don't have a plan i feel it's a lot more free flowing and i am always ex- and i'm always more excited about what's coming up next and that doesn't seem very exciting to me to be honest okay in terms of uh, choosing a mentor i've not really had a mentor uh, because i also felt like for one you know it was also because i was starting off with my course the mass communication course in calcutta at a time when i didn't have anyone to turn to within my immediate family there was no one who kind of understood the medium we were just a third co- batch of mass communication students wow Uh, even the Calcutta University was trying to figure out how exactly to position our course. Like, is it a vocational course or is it a, a degree course? Or all these conversations were going on. So there was honestly no one to turn to. There were a couple of teachers whose uh, lectures really resonated with me, and uh, I feel like some of uh, those lectures, I would, I don't know, in a way, I think they guided me. towards uh, what it is that i want to pursue they guided me in kind of understanding what is a kind of cinema that i connect with so i would say that those are little like slightly fluid sort of uh, a, a mentorship that i received in that sense uh, i have also shied away from even in ftii uh, there has been a tradition of uh having mentors and talking to people i've not really enjoyed that because i feel like if i listen to someone else and i do something and it doesn't work out who like you know who takes the responsibility for that i prefer to take my chances so that there's no one to blame i am completely responsible for whatever i do i mean there's a lot of stumbling blocks if you don't have a mentor who's laid out a clear plan for you there are a lot of stumbling blocks but as i said it's fine i think that's what is exciting for me 
so i would like to talk about your early experiences as a uh, you know in cinema you know there are some teachers jinke lectures aapko exciting lage they introduced you to some kind of cinema and maybe you felt that this is interesting enough for me to explore further was uh, was the the film course at fti the next best step or did you dwell a little on cinema did you try and learn it a little more and then step into the course so uh, i think far as the lectures are concerned um, the there was one lecture which i remember had a very lasting impact on me there was a lecture on uh, chomsky's um, uh, film manufacturing consent where uh, so our professor gave us the whole breakdown of how from an early age uh, you know people are constantly trying to mold you into something that is socially acceptable because if you're not socially if all of us are socially unacceptable there'll be anarchy in the society so there's a, there, it's all part of a social construct so first you have your uh, uh, peer group in the school who's kind of telling you what is cool what is not cool and what is normal what is not normal you have teachers who tell you this is not okay that is unacceptable this behavior is unacceptable yeah, then you have your parents saying that once you are growing you grow older you have a job where your colleagues are doing the same thing and then you're put into a family system where the family is also expecting certain things of you so that's the way a uh, construct is created and you have to work within those um, parameters uh, for the better part of your life and i think that lecture my mind was truly blown because i was like so this is what's been happening to me and this is what um, i have been feeling uncomfortable with you know like you don't know when you're young you don't know how to put these ideas and thoughts into words but it was an instant connect and so oh, this is why i felt like i never fit in so the, it just kind of gives voice to your thoughts and i said okay so this is what it is so then i started reading up on it and that's one of the reasons that i felt like i didn't want to as i said follow a plan uh so yeah that was uh, i i'm sorry i'm i'm cutting you out here but when it comes to cinema cinema is such a such a huge realm hame sirf wahi dikhai deta hai jo bade parde par hai ya jo ab filhal hamari screens par hai but there's so much that goes behind it from writing to to editing to direction to uh, being on on the screen being uh, off the screen jab aap ise ek career choice ki tarah dekh rahe hain and when you're looking at even applying to say an ftii how do you break that down and boil it down saying ki main editing ka course karungi versus main direction ka course karungi versus main cinematography ka ya writing ka course karungi versus acting ka course it could be anything right you know again it was just a, a, a series of stumbling blocks that there was no uh, proper sort of initiation into editing or choosing editing uh because post college uh, so as i said i was in this whole frame of mind where i said okay fine this is i'll just have to figure my way around things uh so i did a couple of jobs in calcutta before i realized that calcutta is not really my cup of tea primarily what are, what were the jo- what were these jobs like if i may ask i mean these were these were all related to your uh, coursework or were they different sort of kind of so it was very funny because in it, there was no way to even find the jobs right so uh, i was going through and my father was like anyway he was like i have no idea what you are doing anymore with your life 
so uh, he would find jobs like cctv operator at howda station for me because for him audio visual is uh, was that that that's the best that you can do out of a videography course <laughs> so so it so happened that i found a job um, a classified advertisement where they had said that they're looking for an assistant director or something in a production house now it turned out it was not a production house it was just and they were looking for someone who will be a jack of all trades okay um so i went and i worked there for about 6 months and we used to go basically it was a non fiction program for doordarshan in bengali and i had to procure interviews with various celebrities within calcutta and you know it it was a very toxic work situation uh, even the shooting and everything but it was the thing is that it kind of gives you a reality check for sure the shooting equipment everything like even basic things like the actresses makeup were not available so uh, it's i started off in that like a very basic bad level of work and then i did another uh, little stint with the someone who had a dance show or something uh, and then they wanted an assistant director but it turned out what he really wanted was an assistant okay <laughs> wow so <laughs> which is very different so i said okay this is not happening and for me a major stumbling block and which i found very weird in calcutta was that if you're not uh, like my spoken bangla is not as good as my spoken hindi or my spoken english um but i find i found that generally working in calcutta people were very you know they always questioned why my spoken bangla was not as good that my last name because my last name is lahiri so they assume i'll be fluent so there were a lot of these little assumptions which really annoyed me so i said okay fine i have to get out of here and i applied to a bunch of i you know at this point it was just i wanted a job i wanted a job in bombay in a production situation so i had sent out a lot of emails and someone fortunately thought i fit a particular profile so they called me um, uh, to bombay and that's how i got the it was again it was sort of like an assistant director's position uh, which was great because i mean at that point hopefully this time an assistant director and not an assistant not an assistant at all and it, the the lady who had employed me seher bedi i have to say she really put her faith in me and she really kind of helped me develop my skills whatever little skills i had at that point so again this was non fiction and uh, it was stuff where i'd have to be on set and i would have to maybe do a little writing for the script and then also be there in the edit and make sure the entire uh, episode is constructed in the edit and i feel that is where to answer your question specifically that is where i realized that um, editing is where uh, the whole film or the content just comes together and the, you know we used to have editors who would be working round the clock and they'd be really tired so after one point it would help for me to keep on watching them for sure i understood the mechanics of the software so if they were really tired i could just say okay i'll and we have a delivery deadline i'd say okay i'll just you know i can help you out and i can do a little bit of the edit and just mechanically put things together so that is where i realized that okay this is a possibility that i can you know uh pursue this
when you're when you're replying and because you said that uh, there were so many emails jo aapne likhe the aur aap when you do not know and when you're trying to figure out ki mujhe ek job chahiye ek x city mein so that i'm able to make my career there and you're writing tons of emails to uh, a million people within your community within your space and i'm guessing ki us samay social media itna popular nahi hoga jitna aaj hai so of course there's too much homework that one needs to do तो इन जॉब्स के लिए जब आप अप्लाई कर रहे हैं वॉट आर सम ऑफ द चैलेंजेस दैट यू फेस एंड वॉट वॉट वॉर एक्सपीरियंसिस लाइक यू नो द ओनली चैलेंज आई फेस अप्लाइंग आई थिंक वॉज ए यू डोंट नो राइट यू डोंट नो हु टू अप्लाई टू वॉट इज द जॉब प्रोफाइल दैट यू आर लुकिंग फॉर राइट द ऑल्सो एट दैट पॉइंट अ वेरी बिग चैलेंज वॉज फाइंडिंग अ साइबर कैफे ओके <laughs> so finding a cyber cafe that you can afford because you'd have to sit for 3 4 hours so it was really about finding the smallest cyber cafe which will charge you the cheapest rates sending that time we even used to send fax so people would say okay fax me or resume so fax bhejna all of that so i think now when i look at it and i have people messaging me now on social media platforms and saying please suggest how i can get into this field i'm like wow beta your life is very sorted that you can just message and ask someone <laughs> well uh, and we didn't have any of that i think which is great i wouldn't have it any other way but i think yeah i i don't know if i would do anything differently really because i don't feel like i had the resources given that situation i think that's the best i could do to be honest interesting you mentioned that um i feel that a lot many women have played an integral part in the kind of work that you have done स्टार्टिंग फ्रॉम योर फर्स्ट डिरेक्टर से लेकर के शायद जिन फीचर फिल्म में आपने काम किया है अराउंड वीमेन फोमो शॉर्ट्स टू सिमरन टू शकुंतला देवी ऑल वीमेन वीमेन सेंट्रिक ऑल मेड बाई वीमेन सो इवन योर डॉक्यूमेंट्री फॉर दैट मैटर और योर फर्स्ट फीचर फिल्म हाउ हैज़ दिस एक्सपीरियंस बिन लाइक एंड वॉट इज इट लाइक फॉर वीमेन इन इन क्रिएटिव प्रोफेशंस इज इट हार्ड इज इट चैलेंजिंग वॉट आर द चैलेंजेस लाइक एंड हाउ डू नेविगेट दैम so uh, yeah i think the uh, this whole thing of ending up working with women and uh, along a lot of uh, on a lot of uh, women centric uh, content has been it, that has been a very conscious decision so it didn't start off uh, of course when i uh, started working in fti with a woman director it that wasn't a conscious choice it was just someone i was comfortable working with Uh, but i do realize over the course of uh, the years i have definitely worked with more women directors than with men and i absolutely love that because one of the things i realized very early on is that if you're a woman director or a woman creator or a woman storyteller and you are new uh, there are very few people who want to work with you and this is something a, a lot of uh, the women filmmakers i've worked with who've been first timers or debutants a lot of them have told me this that they were having a really uh, hard time finding people experienced people who will work with them and i and i don't think uh, male directors even if they are first timers i don't think they face that at all uh, this kind of uh, discrimination so i was very clear that this is something that i want to actively pursue 
if i can help if i can use whatever skills i uh, have if i can use them to further the voice of a woman filmmaker that is what makes uh, you know would be very fulfilling for me therefore and also of course telling uh, you know helping in narrating uh, stories which are uh, women centric like simran which was made by a male director but nevertheless who had a pov you know that was uh, kind of aiding that narrative so i think those have been conscious decisions really uh, the few conscious decisions i have made so yeah how difficult or simple is it to uh, to infuse your creativity into someone else's vision and i say this uh, simply because when you're the editor and they say that uh, a film is remade on the edit table that's what uh, that's what i have known when that's the case how hard is it to infuse your creativity in someone else's vision then right you're very right in that the, that uh, the film is remade at the editing table actually so there are uh, if you have a script it is uh, rewritten we say it's rewritten in shoot and the second rewrite is in the edit so it's a constant pro- uh, process of rewriting and even within the edit uh, with every version that you do so, yeah i think um, as an editor the basic thing that we go into any a uh, project with an understanding that is ultimately going to be the director's uh, vision a lot of times the director herself uh, or himself does kind of understand that the original vision may not be applicable anymore once you come into the edit because a lot of factors a lot of variables have uh, changed so i think at the end of the day it's um, how well i can infuse my storytelling into the original storytelling is entirely dependent on the equation that uh, the director and i shared and if we are on the same wavelength that's always helpful so that is i think a critical factor and otherwise i think inherently editing is a process within which you are uh, shaping the narrative uh, very differently because you are a whole different person who comes into this process so i think even if the writer and director are the same person uh, which in the case of shakuntala devi anu menon also co-wrote the script so there is definitely once the film comes to the editor the editor does it's just part of the process that you do end up giving it a shape which may not be the same as uh, as expected originally but i think it's helpful also like with anu and me because we know each other well uh she sends me her scripts like even 2 years in advance when she's just kind of started writing the first few drafts of the script so it's always easier because already in that flesh yeah we are already there which is not always the case i have to say uh because a lot of times like for directors when they don't know me a lot of times uh, i'm called on board like just shoot shuru again and then i'm called on board like five days into shoot i'm called over so then that in that way you can't really add anything to the script or the shoot which is i feel very critical if you want to be wanted to be a wholesome sort of part of the uh, you want the edit to be a wholesome part of the process it's very important to be involved in the entire process oh is it uh, how hard is it being a freelancer yeah <laughs> very hard 
<laughs> but again i don't think um, it is very hard but to begin with at the core of it a uh, freelancer in any profession is a hard sort of place to be in uh, but if you feel like uh, like for me i don't think i can work in house i don't think i have the structure uh, mental structure to kind of work every day 9 to 5 or whatever fixed timings within a space and see the same people again but that's definitely there and i think in films in particular if you're a freelancer it's always helpful because your exposure to projects is a lot more uh, your exposure to more people uh, is also very helpful uh, because you are getting to access so many different experiences that way right totally so of course the money factor is there that there is no which was one of the reasons why my father initially when i was started off he was panicking every time i didn't have a job so there will the thing with freelancing also is that there will be periods of time where you may or may not have work and you have to be okay with it uh, i think one of the things that we are constantly like my father as i said would really panic and he say oh, but you should start looking for a job and you should ask because he's used he's been used to a paycheck to paycheck sort of life which we which we don't have as uh, film freelancers in particular and also you hear so many stories about uh, various you know people in film who have died uh, penniless so for like my family who don't come from films it's horrifying for them that there is no sense of security uh, within uh, the film industry uh, if you're a freelancer you also there's no you know the uh, pf or there's no a pension that you get uh there's no uh, insurance you're not offered any of those because it's still a fairly disorganized industry right so it is a big challenge and you have to be okay with it you know if you enter this field for sure ha ab apne aap ko motivated kaise rakhte ho is dauran i think apna agar aap apne kaam se pyar karte ho and agar aap mein wo passion hai पैशन भी एक्चुअली आई रियलाइज ये भी बोलना बहुत खोखला सा लगता है बिकॉज मुझे लगता था पैशन अगर कोई मुझे पूछे आई यू पैशनेट अबाउट योर वर्क आई बी लाइक पर पैशन क्या होता है आई थिंक पैशन तो सो टू ब्रेक इट डाउन रियली आई फील लाइक अगर आप सुबह उठते हैं और आपको काम पे जाने का मन करता है या आपको मन करता है कि अच्छा कल रात को मैंने ये सीन इस पॉइंट पे छोड़ा है काम करते करते ये सीन पे बहुत एक्साइटिंग पॉइंट था एंड आई जस्ट वांट टू गेट आउट ऑफ बेड एंड आई वांट टू जस्ट हिट द एडिटिंग टेबल एंड आई वांट टू स्टार्ट वर्क आई थिंक दैट इज व्हाट कीप्स मी गोइंग व्हिच इज व्हाई आई नीड टू बी एक्साइटेड अबाउट द प्रोजेक्ट एंड आई थिंक दैट इज वॉट गिवस यू दैट इज वॉट काइंड ऑफ इज एन इंडिकेटर ऑफ पैशन इन माई हेड दैट इज हाउ आई ब्रोक डेट डाउन how how would you define is this more a creative process or a storytelling process or more a skill i am talking particularly about editing uh, so editing i think first and foremost is before any of these is a sort of uh, people handling slash therapy session because almost always you'll be dealing with a director with a person who has just sort of come out of shoot after 30 to 40 days and is just their brains are fried 
and they're exhausted they're mentally physically drained they're exhausted and they but they have to revisit the story from scratch at this point the biggest the biggest factor i think the creativity and all all the processes are just something that follow from this you have to be able to in my case and i can speak uh, uh, you know from whatever i've spoken to other editors a big part of it is really kind of getting the best out of the director so i think just being there listening to them they're going to vent for some time about how they couldn't achieve something or you know they were unable to uh, get exactly the essence of a particular scene so i think the first thing that i want to do always is kind of just be there for the director people skills for editing wow this is something i really didn't expect you to say yeah. <laughs> yes it's a and also i mean that's one part so the director's one part of it then you're also dealing with your own team which are like maybe three assistants or uh, two assistants and one associate editor who work for you i feel like you also need to keep them motivated uh, so they are also kind of invested not just doing things mechanically but also investing emotionally in the project uh, also wo kaise karte ho what is one key thing that you would do to keep your team motivated i think involved uh, keep them involved in the storytelling of it because what happens and i've been an assistant editor uh, before i uh, edited independently i think what happens is that uh, you get too drawn in, into the technical and the part of the the technical part of the process and the housekeeping uh, so like which file will go where and which folder will go where so if you start doing that it is then just a mechanical sort of robotic yeah space, yeah uh, space to be in but i do like to discuss um far as possible with my team uh, take their opinion on various cuts uh, if they want to give, you know try out editing a little they are free to do that so a little more involvement which is uh, storytelling based rather than just the upari you know superficial technical stuff but people skills is something that i'm blown by something i really didn't expect you to say even i even i didn't know that it was going to be that because i'm the worst i'm the last person who would have good people skills but uh, as it turns out it's required a very new director who doesn't know you at all they literally it's like asking them to hand their baby over to you Uh, which they have nurtured over several years sometimes they've been working for 10 10 years and then you know finally made the film so then why should they hand it over to me there has to be a certain level of trust and they don't know me personally at all they don't know if they'll vibe with me so it is ultimately a lot of uh, strangely and surprisingly people skills iske beyond agar ek skill aapko a skill or a characteristic agar aap uh, if you're looking at newcomers or if you're looking at you mentoring someone who like you said someone wrote to you on linkedin aap kya skill ya aap kya characteristic chahoge ki unke paas ho aur aap unko guide kar sako ki well ye build karo agar tumhe editing mein ghusna hai to kafi sare actually factors hain pehli baat to i would definitely go for someone and choose someone who's not starstruck and who's not glamour struck because the the perception is that anything with films and filmmaking is very glamorous and we all 
all know that even for the actors even for the stars themselves if you ask them it's not glamorous the process is not glamorous at all the glamour is literally what we only see it's a projected image uh, which is required to sell uh, the film or to sell the uh, uh, you know the actors abilities um i think that's a very very important and people don't believe you when you say that because the only thing they see is uh, pictures sometimes when we are at parties film parties then they see the pictures and they like oh wow your life is really great and we, of course it's not na it's one of uh, i i in fact sometimes when i'm working i feel like if audiences and uh, people get to know the kind of you know tough days that we have they'll probably stop watching films so that's i think the first thing that i'd always expect someone to know if they want to come into this field the second thing would be to they should have an ability to find order in chaos um that's a tough one yeah it's just there's chaos literally and metaphorically there's chaos in your rushes for the better part of it there's chaos around you because there's so many little moving parts in any film you know you are doing working with sound and uh, coordinating with the visual effects or coordinating with the lab and there's so many things that you have to constantly be on top of but you still have to have that very clear understanding of the film uh, ability to find order and chaos is i think very important the third thing i'd say is to be a good communicator because as an editor any a writer or director or whoever in uh, in films you have to be able to communicate your thoughts clearly uh, and i feel that is something that not a lot of people work on so whether you want to communicate in hindi or english or bengali whatever language but the thoughts have to be uh, put into words okay a very interesting but i should ask you this what has been if you were to pick the the most uh, challenging aspect of being an editor kya kahoge i'm guessing patience would be one yeah which i totally lack but uh, definitely patience is one of them um but uh, you know i don't have a problem with uh, and i don't feel like there's anything complicated about the process itself there's a purity to that process also because we've studied it extensively i know what to expect i feel the challenges are more in dealing with the people involved in the process but just basic things like uh, navigating contracts that is a uh, i think the worst and the most difficult part for me for any project um because there is still i feel like and uh, which is why we have uh, you know these little uh, collectives and groups within the editors community to kind of also be there for each other and to give support in case does the community help it does and i have to say that uh, because i'm from fti i am lucky enough to already have a pre existing community so i know that tomorrow if whether i'm professionally or uh, in my personal life or any kind of problem i have at least 10 20 people i can just immediately call matlab aap recommend karoge ek community ka part hona agar aap ek absolutely absolutely um I, it's again it's not that we uh, interact with each other very frequently it's not like uh, we meet each other very frequently but i think just that sense of you know that someone is there uh, for you so that has that is very important for sure how how has being crazily creative changed you what do you love about it hmm 
i love that you made you know how earlier there used to be this uh, tv show i used to watch when i was a child where you made the uh, best out of waste okay and you know yeah i was very fascinated by that concept even as a child um i feel it is a little bit of like creativity is essentially that and it's not just in your work no it's in your everyday life um uh, you know if something uh if you that like you can be in a situation which is not very uh a, a very great situation and even how you manage to get out of that is dependent on your creativity at the end of the day so i feel yeah um i mean i i, I don't know what other way i can uh, uh, you know define how creativity has helped me really but it's just i think i feel like it's always been part of me and it's always been the first my sort of go to go to solution for lovely any uh, any one because i know you're a you're a reader and a passionate reader at that uh, any one book that uh, aap recommend karna chahoge to upcoming editors maybe or just in general i think i have not like maybe one particular book actually yeah one particular book also i'd say if you uh, again because it's a personal uh, sort of uh, fascination that i have uh, i love reading uh, every anything and everything written by satyavitwe um i think and that's all yeah i think that's also such a probably a calcutta thing because we've grown up again there was i would say so i would say so yeah hana <laughs> yeah. yeah and because i and, and and it's such a stereotype but it's so true you know i even if i'm like oh i don't want to be part of the stereotype but for one we've also grown up we had when we speak of community we had a filmmaking community in calcutta and uh, going to nandan and attending screenings at nandan have been such an integral part of our growing up totally i i i can't agree more yeah so so you know it's inescapable i feel and i've just resigned uh, myself to the fact that this is what it is and it's you know when you really read a lot of his essays and articles and some of his you know collected uh, writings you there is such a uh, so much to learn and there there are things that no one will tell you about uh, films and filmmaking because so much of it is based on his uh, experiences and his real experiences so um, i think if you can for me that is what really every time i i feel like i'm in a uh, dark space i'm in a slightly a bit of a slump i always find that reading satyajit's works just elevates my mood instantly that is something i would recommend and generally i think books in general if i think any kind of reading is helpful because end of the day in this profession we are storytellers so you have to know how to tell a story uh, keep someone's attention and how to structure your stories and books are the best way to kind of uh, develop that skill also having said that i feel like not only books but even graphic novels are very very essential uh, reading i think uh, because you get a very good sense of uh, short breakdown uh, of course for directors you get a sense of directors and dops you get a sense of compositions and stuff as well but for editors i feel just looking at the breakdowns are, are very helpful beautiful love that love that i know this is going to be a tough one but uh, if you were to pick the best edited film so far 
you know, so I was saying this to someone else the other day that the earlier I used to feel like anything that has is very strong on style and form is uh, something that uh, is well edited. So I would have said something like uh, back in the day, I'd have said run Lola run or uh, I'd have said uh, any of the, you know, the Guy Ritchie kind of films. And I think as I've grown older, I've kind of realized that uh, films which are just pure dialogue uh, based or, you know, about conversations are actually the most difficult to edit uh, because it's about moments. So, you know, the whole before sunrise, after sunset, all of that, just conversations flowing. And I feel for me personally, there's... uh, uh, Shrikar Prasad, uh, who's of course a very celebrated uh, editor. I love all his work, all his work, absolutely. There's uh, an all-time favorite for me, I think, is this Tamil film called uh, Kannatil Muttamittal. And it's just, it's like, it gets to me every time. Uh, and he's also one of the nicest, most gracious uh, people I've met. Uh, so I think all of his work and I feel so much of that sincerity kind of translates into his work as well. So I love, yeah, all of his work. What does achievement mean to you? Hmm. Achievement means to me, I think just, it'll sound terrible, but maybe just being able to get a good night's sleep uh, without having to think about, without having concerns about anything at all. I think that is, um, in today's day and age, a good night's sleep comes, doesn't come very easily. I love how most creators tell me this. Yeah. If you've taken care of your bills, etc. Ultimately, a good night's sleep is what I want. Yeah, absolutely. Where you're not stressing over your, your bills, you're not stressing over your life in general. And you're not having second thoughts about, did I make the right decision? Did I do this right? If a good night's sleep is just, it's just the most satisfied that you can be with yourself. So that I think is for me, if I'm getting that, uh, I do feel that, okay, that's the highest kind of uh, uh, level of success that and achievement that one can get. I get that. I get that. No, it's not bizarre. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) But lovely talking to you. Thank you so much for being so honest, uh, brutally honest about your experiences and your thoughts and your perspectives. Uh, Couldn't be happier to have you. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you so much, Yashika. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to share your thoughts and feedback in the comment section. Do rate us on Apple Podcasts if you like the episode. Subscribe or hit follow Voice of Achievers on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Hubhopper, Spotify, GeoSavan, Ghana or wherever you get your podcasts from. Send us an email on editor at voiceofachievers.com or find us on voiceofachievers.com to share guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Don't forget to tune in next week again. Voice of Achievers on EP Log Media.